We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's hang out with LoJ. Let's do it. By the way, we finally got to see Harry and Meghan's little Lilibet. They released the photo yesterday and Fred posted it. The Spencer jeans are very, very strong. Oh, yeah. I mean, even with William and Kate's kids, you're seeing them. There is such a resemblance between those kids. That little four-year-old Louis stole the show. You cannot control a (laughs) four-year-old. They... Are in charge. It was hysterical. It was very hysterical. And that little Lilibet is so cute. And the British press is so salty now that Harry and Meghan have left. They have been yelled at for showing up. They have been yelled at for not making more of an effort for the Queen, not making an effort with William. I mean, blah, 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 blah. Not one story about Andrew and how, you know, Charles... Had him mysteriously test positive for COVID. On I last thought it was Thursday. a brilliant thing on his part. Yeah, yeah, no, because it was the only it. way. No one believes the only that. way he could get his mom not to go to along allow, with yeah. it. That anyway, was fun watching the the pomp and circumstance. I, totally, I loved it all. Yeah, it was fun, but I, I do love seeing this photo of little little Abet. Prince She's Harry, very and cute. Megan's daughter, she's darling. Darling, and we'll I was trying to figure out who she looked like, but you showed me some other pictures of like when Harry was a baby and when Megan was a baby. And Graham posted a side by side of Queen Elizabeth ninety five mm-hmm. years ago when she was one, and uh, there's they're cute. There, yeah, there's a real strong resemblance. So cute, so cute. So that's happening. Also, did you think? Did you watch any of it? Uh, I watched. Um, I watched a little bit. Some recaps here. I and loved there, watching. And I watched the Sunday and I loved the pictures. And, and yes. my gosh, when the jets flew over because they used oh, color. We watched all that. That was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then just looking at the mall and how many people were yes. out there and the golden carriage. I loved. I it was fun. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And um, I asked Chris Hewitt. You know, I said, "Oh, the Jubilee is over," and he goes, "Oh, I hate the Royals." And I'm just uh, like some people really do. Yeah, they really they do. They really do. And the but thing, she's like living history, Queen Elizabeth. And I loved her little sketch with Paddington Bear. Uh, ador- that was adorable. Adorable. The one that the pictures that kept striking me was how far away um, Prince Charles stands from Camilla, and looking at her with the Queen standing in front because she's going to be called the Queen. Yeah. When he takes over, which is soon, she just doesn't feel queen like to me for some reason. I don't know if it, she slouches her posture. I don't know what it is. I just don't get that feeling from her. So I think that's going to be tough transition for her. I'm just giving you yeah. a little heads I up. I mean, he's basically the soft monarch right now. Yeah, I know. But yeah. it's just, 
I don't feel that from her. I don't mm-hmm. feel, I feel like she'd be a fun person to have a cocktail with on the side of a party and tell mm-hmm. jokes. Yeah. She just doesn't feel that way to me. And maybe because she's been portrayed as such a naughty girl in the crown. Maybe. Maybe I'm holding that over. I think that, that you is. You think that's it? I think My that's gosh. it. My um, gosh. Yeah, I, um, I don't know about that. Um, I, I did. I watch her body language. It doesn't feel, <laughs> she doesn't feel royal like kate feels more royal she just doesn't stand up straight maybe that's it julia i know she's uh 70 years old yeah maybe a little bit older yeah i wonder how old they are wow well charles is 72 okay so she's probably she's the same probably age. same age mm-hmm. yeah i just thought that i was did appreciate of... all the lip readers that the daily mail hired to go over everything that was said um Queen Elizabeth, when she was talking to little Louis on the balcony for the flyover last Thursday. She gets um, a kick out of those kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, um, Duchess Kate, when Harry and Meghan walked in and Kate looked over her shoulder and she said, something, she said, oh, wow, to William. And he just looked straight ahead. Oh, so th- I, you don't think those two are talking? No, no. Uh, the story is... That William cannot forgive him for the Oprah interview. Okay, who well, can remember the Oprah interview at this point? No one. No, and who cares? Yeah, and besides, they were just talking about their feelings, why they left. Why does everything have to be about you, yeah. Baldy? Oh, okay. Now she's. <laughs> did you hear her bully him? Why does it have to be about you, Baldy? I'll That's, call him Baltimore. Remember. Baldy is now a, what did they say? What did we learn last week, Grant? Remember when we were talking about baldness is now someone sued someone in a court. How about bullying? You can't describe someone You can't someone describe as, someone as bald. bald. <laughs> but that's a major key feature. It's a major key feature. <laughs> so you can just say they had, they once had hair. Yeah. <laughs> that's a way to get around that it. That person who once had hair, and you can tell it was kind of dark by what's above his ears. That's right. <laughs> On the, the side. The fringe. The fringe. The, the fringe around the middle. No, I know. So you can't even <laughs> yeah. say that. No, I know. Well, One you can who once say it. You can say it. I mean, Wait, that. I know, but that was, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it's, that was. Yeah, but, yeah. it's kind of ridiculous. Yes, but boy, Rafael Nadal. I don't think European men give a crap if they go bald. No. Because Nadal's, I mean, he puts his head down to serve. There's four left on top. Yeah. And um, Harry is going. Yes, yeah. he really is. So they're all going. Yeah. Whatever. Some people embrace it. Some I think we got to bring back bald is cool. Yeah. It is. Auntie Catherine, a friend of hers, saw Harry walking his dog on the beach. Really? Mm -hmm. In Montecito. Right. That's where my my auntie lives right In Carpinteria. Which is by Santa Barbara. Yeah. Which which is is where actually the polo fields are in Carpinteria. But they call it the Santa Barbara polo field. But it is carp. It is carp all the way. It is carp carp all the way. The the location. So if you're going that way and you want to, you know, watch a little polo, I don't know if the season might be coming to an end now. You went there. Yeah, I went the with Aunt yards. Catherine. Yeah. yeah, we had a blast. And uh, what's his name? Figaro. Nacho Figaro was oh, playing. He's a beautiful. We went and bought hats and bought flowers for the hats. And yeah, we really, the best, The fav- our favorite thing was the... Um, Putting back in the divots. The divots, walking the out horse, in the grass. The horseshoe yeah. divots. Yeah, that's right, with our glasses. And it all, and who does it remind everyone of? Pretty, Pretty woman. woman. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's when we all became familiar with it. That's right. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for Random Thoughts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, this is breaking news. Uh, figure skating raises minimum age Love this. for 2026 
Olympics to 17 after Camilla Valiva saga that happened to the Russian skater mm-hmm. uh, who was too young to skate. She was probably like 12. 12 she was. Yeah. So what's happened? They voted to gradually raise the age from 15 to 17 and it will be 17 the next time the Olympics happen. Okay. So each year it's going to go up a year. So 16 for 23, 24 and then 17 and mm-hmm. all years after that. But it completely is out of that whole dilemma. Mm-hmm. So but that's it, a good thing. They could technically still doctor you know, like a birth certificate well, somehow, sh- right? Yeah. Right. But at least this now takes that element of putting these young kids. Because remember, that was the, the one of the big things was that she was so young. Right. And all the pressure she was getting and all the ridicule. And just to have that on a young, young person, at least now maybe bringing this up a little bit will make them more. They can handle things and they won't be as much pressure to, to become more physical at such a young yeah. age. I, all right, it's all I good. Think it's all good. All right. So, Lori. I have something for you. You have two choices here. All right. You could talk about the brand new Taco Bell in Brooklyn Park that is a test for the the global universe awesome. for Taco Bell drive throughs mm-hmm. Or we could talk about the brand new global test for the four-day work week that's happening with 70 countries in the UK. You choose. Ah, uh, gee, I kind of want to know about the Taco Bell. Okay, so this is... Out of COVID, when drive-thrus were king, and mm-hmm. so was food delivery, people started going, um, ordering Uber Eats and all that kind of stuff to have all their food delivered. So um, Taco Bell used all of their research and has just opened today in Brooklyn Park a new super concept for a drive through with just four lanes that go underneath a two-story building with no, you can't go in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Looks like a bank. It looks like a bank, exactly. That you go through the tellers underneath. Yep. So what happens is Is the food gonna come down as the shoot? food is only <sighs> here's how the concept two lanes are for customers who pre ordered through the app. Mm-hmm. So there's no one taking your order. So you just drive up, so you'd park in the parking lot, I guess. I hate this. Mm-hmm. I hate this app thing. Mm-hmm. So those are yeah. two lanes. Then one lane is dedicated 100% to Uber Eats and DoorDash. Nice. And then one is for traditional people that just drive up, and then you can order, and then the food comes down a little elevator. Yep. So kind of like a shoot if you go to, you know, get your prescriptions, it comes like at the bank. Yeah. You know, but there's a food elevator. And there was one of these, actually, if you guys remember, in Southdale, they had, there's that little strip mall next to Southdale. There was a McDonald's in like the late 90s, early 2000s, where you would order like this because it was in a strip mall and you'd go into the parking lot and they had a little booth. You'd make your order and then there would come your food and then they would just drink your drink right there. So this... There's there's been one other thing like this in Minnesota, right. but this thing, and when you see the pictures, it looks like a spaceship. It's it's wild. It's, it's called wild. Taco Bell Defy. Yeah. If you want to drive to Brooklyn Park today to try it, it's but cool. I just their their whole thing is everything is going to come to you under two minutes. Yeah. Wow. I know it. Which they need because if anybody has driven by a Taco Bell ever, you realize the lines. Have you they're ever heard? They're always. It's like the longest line well, for they anything. The, they really. They needed this. Yeah. They totally needed this. I love it. Did you see anyone see the um, finished uh, tree called the Lodi tree? No. That the Minnesota artist um, who had a damaged oak tree. Did All made it into a pencil. Number two pencil. Did you see that picture? It was in the paper last That's week. Cool. Yeah. 20 foot tall, number two pencil in Minneapolis called the Lodi Tree. That'd be a fun little tour 
with your kids a little drive by because mm-hmm. there's quite a few of those Where across the, half the, the tree is gone. The, and the tree is gone. They it. do art mm-hmm. on Summit Avenue by like the University Club where yeah. Summit curves to Summit Hill. That's kind of funny. Okay, here's a little psychological. Oh, oh, the four day work week. Yeah, you know we talked about this because we're like, oh, well, this so- is what everyone would love. Absolutely. So the world's biggest four-day workweek pilot has launched in the UK involving 70 different countries where workers will receive their full pay but only work four days a week, but they have to guarantee promising to maintain 100% of their productivity. It's to improve workers' mental health and well-being. Mm -hmm. It's run by a nonprofit association with multiple groups of researchers. So they're saying it probably won't do any media change or affect the the Minnesota, the U.S., are you kidding? If it goes smoothly, we don't even have what Europeans have for vacation, let alone a four-day work week. Are you? But kidding I'm just me? saying. This is a dream by the time come we true. are retired, it might happen, Lori. Yeah, I know. I doubt it. Some companies. I have a friend that works for one, and it's all obviously personal. His company gives every other Friday off, and That's he works so nice. for a major accounting firm that yeah. does major, major money, and they get every other Friday off. And I bet it builds so much great. They love it. That's morale. great. He loves it. That's yeah. great. He doesn't want to switch his job purely for that for reason. For that reason. Well, that's yeah. a great reason. It. Well, companies, if they can uh, make it work, they take notice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. All right. So here's some some hacks from different employees at different type of places. Mm-hmm. So this is from a sound engineer who does concerts at big venues. They said at any concert venue, the best sound will be directly in front of the engineer at the main soundboard. So if you're looking at seats, mm-hmm. um, let's see. For, that makes sense, I guess. Doesn't yeah. it? Because mm-hmm. you would think it'd be up front by the speakers, but that sound stage is usually half to two thirds the way back. Right. That's where the best sound is. Um, be if you're staying at hotels, don't ever make your bed because the cleaning people might just consider it made for cleaning. Who makes their bed in before a hotel? they leave a hotel. Who does that? <laughs> I don't know. Just don't do it. I like the tip, but yeah, who does don't, it? Yeah, who does it? I've never made a hotel bed in my life. I. Never. Where did I just stay in? In um, and we accidentally said we only wanted service for towels. In Vegas. Oh, that's the worst. What is wrong so with you? I was so disappointed that I oh, don't even know. That's the best part, coming back to a fresh made bed every mm-hmm. time. I know. Mm, mm. I that's what I thought. Here, um, here are two two more skip the fruit and fruit drinks because um no one uses tongs or gloves when they're going in the fruit, like to get the limes and the I've lemons. I've been like this my whole life. I never take a, a a vodka tonic or a vodka soda with a lime, never, because watching them cut them up on the bars, they yeah. never clean the bar. Oh, I'm with you on this. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, then the booze disinfect the rest. That's how I feel about it. It does, but yeah. I'm just a little like, I'll just, I'll be like, can I have it? And then I'll squeeze it in and then not just dip, like let it just based in my drink, you know? You like, think so? I, I'm counting on the alcohol to take care of me. <laughs> I, like uh, yeah. I am too, Lori. I really cannot be worried about my limes. I'm not either. And the ketchup bottles, you know, because I worked in... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In so many restaurants, we just fill the ketchup bottles and never wash the ketchup bottle. And there, so there's old ketchup at the bottom and you just keep filling it and yeah. filling it and filling yeah. it. That's just another one if you care. Yeah, that does. I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Because once it... Once I'm who's drunk, who's ever died? Yeah. Who's ever died from eating ketchup yeah. a couple months old? Yeah, I don't know. I don't All right, think these anybody. are I don't either. Okay, these are psychological hacks, and I've just got a few of them, and then I'm done. Okay. If someone is giving you an excuse, don't say anything. Wow. They will trip themselves up. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Well, I'm going to try that. Just sit and stare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. This is what if, parents sometimes do with oh, their no. kids. Yeah, you don't talk. If you want a person to take something you've said seriously, tell them your mother or father told you about this a long time ago. Oh, uh-huh. for some reason, instant credibility. It has instant credibility. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and then the other one: if someone's beating you, like at a game of pool or a game of ping pong, really beating you, ask them. You're to say you're so good. Can you tell me about your technique and how you do it? And it makes them mentally overthink what they're doing and make errors. Mm, wow! So I yeah. thought very good. That's kind of a good one. This is solely for you, Lori. Okay. Forty years ago today, what happened? In 1982, Priscilla Presley opened Graceland to the public. Wow! Five years after Elvis's death, the bathroom where Elvis died on the toilet was closed to visitors. Yeah, the whole upstairs is yeah. closed. It's amazing to go to Graceland. That was 42 years ago today. 40 years ago today, 1982. Wow. Priscilla. Thank you for that. There you go. Listen, we come back. We got some music news. We got some breaking music news. This icon is going to get her movie made, you guys. We got to talk about it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday. We're getting productive here. Uh, Inventing Anna, actress and Ozark actress, uh, Julia Garner, has been offered the role of Madonna in a biopic about Madonna, uh, there was the film is set up at Universal. We'll follow the early days. It was a multi-studio bidding war okay. for this Madonna biopic. And Amy Pascal is attached as producer. And that's really all we know. Upon the announcement, Madonna says she hopes to convey the incredible journey life has taken her as an artist, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't say if Madonna is going to be producing or directing it. I I hope not. Um, but anyway, so that that movie's a go. Oh yes, that movie is a go, you guys. And I have I've come to terms with Madonna and her. Um, okay, this that be, she this loves ought to be good. posting uh-huh. uh, photos of herself in just different. You know, yesterday she was doing feet and food. She was smoking crayons with the grills, hanging out with somebody. I've just decided this is what Madonna wants to do. She's earned the white. Today she's laying on a bed with her knees up. And well, that was a couple days ago. View. I, I, Listen, you've come to terms. With I've come to she, terms she, with her weird, weirdness. You know, this weird thing that she, if she doesn't mind looking 
like an alien bed, bed bug on a bed, why should I care? You know? If she wants to pose and show her new bountiful booty and the efficacy of that procedure, <laughs> I'm not going to... hysterical. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I... Go ahead and do it. If she wants to smoke a blue crayon with her grills in... <sighs> bringing her joy i can no longer blame it on the young boy toy boyfriend this is just madonna i'm you know she she realizes she'll never get played on the radio again that's got to be tough well there's oldies but that again that's got to be tough i would think for any musician when you realize even though you're producing new music you know it's never gonna get played yeah that would be hard yeah so that's a turn it's a turn. That's so, a turn, but she's always going to be on a party playlist. That's right. But this movie, if she directs it, because I don't Julia want Julia Gardner. It. No, Julia, Julia Gardner is amazing. Is amazing. Inventing Anna, she was amazing. Ruth, Anna Ozark. Ruth Langmore. I don't right. know if there's been a more iconic character that uh-huh. people felt very attached to than Ruth Langmore. But there if was she directs her, it, then I'm worried. So if I was Julia, I'll say I'll star in this well, after. Amy, Amy Pascal, as the producer, she, after, you know, because one more episode of The Offer dropped last Thursday. I didn't see episode it Episode eight. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. It's a doozy. Is it? <laughs> it is a doozy. I love that show. Isn't it good? I love that show so much. I really, it's on Paramount Plus. It's the making of The Godfather. And who can believe yeah. that much went on? Yeah. who can? And you know what else is kind of good? And it's not gotten very much buzz because it's on Star's. Well, Just like the yes. offer with Paramount Plus, but Gaslit. I want it, but I don't have stars, so I'm not, I'm not buying one more Julia thing. Roberts is tearing it up as Martha Mitchell. And it's just interesting because, like, we lived in Japan when the Watergate hearings were on. And so we didn't see any of that. But Casey told me, he goes, oh, everybody and their brothers were watching that. We of course, there were it. only three stations. But, you know, the January 6th hearings start here on Thursday. Oh, so we have something else to do. Well, like it'll, be, it'll be very interesting to see what happens, but it's so it's so cool. Again, this show, 1971 right. or 72, love, the same it. era yeah. as the offer. And it's just, it's interesting just to look back at the, all right. of that that's happening. Well, one of the actors in it who plays Modine, Betty Gilpin. Oh, Betty Gilpin. She was on with Jimmy Kimmel last night. She's hysterical. I thought I was going to wet my pants. I know. I'm talking about carnal knowledge of a rope doing the presidential oh. fitness test. She was. <laughs> At least she got up the rope. I was she, so bad. I just swung around. I couldn't even shimmy. So funny. She is. Well, and she's very good as Modine, John Dean's wife. Oh, is that and who Modine yeah, is? That's okay. who Modine is. She, she was, was the John funniest Dean. thing I've I've heard of in mm-hmm. a while. She was also in Nurse Jackie. I never watched that. Oh, okay. I never yeah. watched that. But the Gaslit, I think stars, I just don't think they have as many eyeballs as Paramount Plus and all the other ones. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe I mean, that's not. why. People, on, what, what was Gaslit on again? Stars. 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 Yeah, I mean, we were talking about this. Their stuff is rising because of Gaslit, because of a lot of these Outlander. other shows. Outlander. They have been the hottest rising, like, under the radar streaming They have a service. lot of movies, too, on their... Um, right. <laughs> on their service. Yeah. They have a lot yeah. of movies. There's a new show, Becoming Elizabeth. Oh. Uh, one of our, you know, right, Regency. Right, 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 right. Uh, you know, 18th century things. You know what was an interesting show yesterday? Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Had the chicks on. Yes. 
Marty, Natalie, and Emily. Uh, they were on her talk show. And, of course, she covers Gaslighter, which is Natalie Maines. She wrote that song. It's I a love that blistering album. song about her ex-husband, Gaslight Adrian Pascal. Let's take a listen. I know all the words. I have the Grant, album. Um, to uh, Kelly playing Gaslighter. Like she's singing about her ex. It, this Gaslighter album, it has March March, and mm-hmm. it has so her. Good. It is the, but every those, song. Those lyrics, you could tell, oh. resonated because... Her husband is just like Reba's ex-husband. Cheetah, you know, it's, cheater, cheater. She really gave it her all, and then she was done, uh, you know, singing or maybe she pre-tapes it. But right. anyway, the, the gals, the chicks come out, and it started off awkward because she asked the obvious question: "Why are you no longer called the Dixie Chicks?" It's like, okay, do we really? You know, she did not even need to. She, ask that. Yeah, she That's, didn't need to ask yeah. that. But then they got into the good stuff. And she said, okay, so we've all gone through divorces. Publicly. Publicly. Mm-hmm. And, um, Recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said, uh, you know, for me, female friendships is what got me through my divorce. Right. And they basically agreed with her. Right. And we're each other's divorce buddies right. and all of that. But And she, I, if you haven't. I just as a good rec- recommend because that entire album, every single song is great. Gaslighter, yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, just one of my. I I can't remember what when that came out a couple years ago. A couple years ago, and yeah. I had the day off, and I'm in town, and we're on and listen to you in the afternoon. I listen to that album in the morning, and I so good. It was like such a happy day because I was listening to our show and I didn't have to work. Yeah, and I got to laugh. Mm-hmm. And then I got to listen to that album, and I'm like, that album rocks. Yeah, it really but does. But the chicks, and they said, you know, Natalie, whatever her name is. I Natalie Maines. I want to call her Natalie Merchant from 10,000 Maines. Yeah, no, Natalie she is. Natalie Maines. Her son with this ex of hers is in the band. One of the kids. Oh, really? From their marriage is in the band. Hmm. And he's, she, Kelly said, well, is that weird? And she, he goes, no, we all know this music. Yeah. You know? But another one of the the sisters, you know, plays the violin or something, said... When you are writing and you're hurt or you're wronged or whatever it is, you have to write about what's truth and be extremely descriptive. And she says how that resonates with so many of our fans is amazing. Yeah, that's The true. more detail, the better. Yeah, really. Which and is, we get a lot of detail in that oh, Gaslighter song. Oh. I mean, Kelly Clarkson could have written that song about her husband. Right. It's so the same path. Yes. They got to Hollywood and... Yep. You know, all of that. Casey Musgraves tweeted at American Airlines about an employee who made her feel unsafe on the way home from Spain. How about that one? Yeah. What did the employee do? Um, who knows? Just made her. She's filing a massive complaint. Uh, um, just he was a real a-hole, I guess. He was just a nightmare. He was a, a hostile. He was the chief purser, and she said, I'm going to file a massive complaint. American Airlines responded immediately and said, please direct message us. Right. Please don't please do this publicly. Message us. Right. Yeah. Please let's keep this on the down. It must have been really bad because she doesn't strike me as someone who complains out loud Not about stuff. No. Really, Not at all. Not at all. Really bad. Right. Um, so that's... Uh, that's what we got. And, you know, Kate Bush is all excited about Stranger Things getting up there in the... Um, getting her old song up there. Num- it's number eight. I don't even know which one it is. Um, running Up the Hill. Uh, it's Yeah, I'll, I'll grab it from yesterday here. All I can right. play it for you. Yeah. My, my favorite Kate Bush collab is with Peter, Peter Gabriel mm-hmm. and Don't Give Up. 
Oh, she has such and when she has he, such a high, beautiful voice. So beautiful, and it's off his first solo album. So, and I'm going back to the '80s. Yeah, but she has a beautiful solo in that. Yeah. That's where I met her. I met her Wuthering Heights. Is what I remember oh, hearing okay. that, like yeah. in a disco or something. Yeah, in the late. Well, 70s. I'm glad people are meeting her again. Yeah, here it is. Here's running up the hill. Grant said it's a theme through the whole Stranger Thing. Yeah, there's a, and, and I'm not going to give too much away, but it's not just like they're playing the song randomly throughout the show and it's getting popular. It is. It plays a part in the series as, um, as a tool to help them fight. Things. Okay, and oh, that's what I'll give you. So it's a very, very, very important part of this mm-hmm. whole series. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, how lucky? Er. Yeah, I know. Pick yeah. our song. <laughs> right. Yeah, right, right. Right. All right. Listen, we come back. We're gonna Hollywood speak. We're gonna Hollywood speak. He was desperate for the suit. Julia. Yes, dear. Boz Lerman. You know he's giving interviews. Elvis debuted Down Under. Oh, it did. It did, and um. Here's what he said. Uh, he was asked about Harry Styles. Okay. The Elvis. Okay. Um, Harry is a really talented actor. But the real issue with Harry is he's Harry Styles. He's already an icon. Harry and I came to a place genuinely, I mean, he was just desperate to put the suit on and explore. Oh, wow. He really wanted to play Elvis. Well, he wanted he an unknown. desperate to wear the wow. suit. Wow. He really wanted someone that people didn't know already, I think, musically. Yeah. I, I think he maintains, Baz Luhrmann, the director, says, the thing about Austin is that he will tell you himself, I didn't pick him. It's if he was drawn because he was born to play it. You oh. know, we can talk about it now. Oh, God, I love he, it. He, like, loses his mom at the same oh, age that Elvis did, 23. He sends a video to me with this song of him singing Unchained right, Melody. Right, 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 right. And, um, and for two years, he was nonstop living and breathing as Elvis. So, anyway, he was desperate to wear the suit. I believe it. Mm-hmm. And I think also Miles Teller wanted to wear the suit. I, I think so. He was right yeah. right up there. And he has confirmed that. But Harry's yeah. film career, I mean, Don't Worry Darling comes out in September. Right. And then My Policeman is the other movie. Okay. And I think Don't Worry Darling has Florence Pugh in yes. it, who is in the running for the Bandana biopic. Yes. Right, right, right. So I, right. Think, he's, I think he's going to be just fine. Uh, as far as that goes. Now, here, I would really be interested in okay. your take on this. Oh, are you sure? Yes. Andy Cohen. Oh, dear. Um, was asked about, you know, because he just had a daughter, uh-huh. little Lucy. He's really got a strong hair gene. My oh. goodness, he's got hairy, oh. full-headed hairs of... Darling uh, children. Darling children. But anyway, he said he was asked about, um, uh, you know, if he had any em- embryos left you know is he going to have any more kids okay and he said he's got a couple and i was thinking my kids could defrost and raise those one day when they're older so they would raise their siblings as their children that is wild okay the only thing i'm thinking about it is the process of egg retrieval Mm -hmm. and assimilate and Artificial insemination. Yeah. It, or it's Andy's sperm, right? Right, it is. It's somebody else's egg. First, the cost of keeping it in a bank over the years, I'd, I'd worry. What if what if the electricity went out at some point? I know they have backup generators. Learned, yeah, here's But I also, it's my kids would want to raise their here's siblings. Here's what he said exactly. You know what I'm thinking? This is crazy. But either if either of them couldn't have kids, maybe in 20 years, they'll defrost their sibling and raise them. Is that a weird thought? Yes. Yes. 
Okay, yes, Andy. Yes, to answer your yes, question, Andy. Yes, it's very, very, very weird. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Very. Uh, Lizzo appeared on TikTok, and, uh, you know, last week Liam Payne had made comments about yes, One Direction. Yes, yes, yes. She said, I don't know who lied to that poor boy, but we all know he was not the front man. I, that's hysterical. That would be heady. I know, but that's hysterical. I know. I don't know who lied to She's that. She's basically poor... saying, "Back off! We don't want to. We don't really know who you are." She and Harry are like. That's you know, right. They like each other. She that's performed right. with him at uh, Coachella. She came that's out right. and performed. She did. Yeah, that's okay. Right. Bradley Cooper is currently directing himself as Leonard Bernstein in Maestro, which okay. is expected on Netflix sometime next year. Okay, and now. The question is, will Maestro follow the same award season path as A Star is Born with a world premiere in Venice before an early fall opening? Or will they gamble and try and have Netflix be a presence on the croissant, croissant next year in, at the Cannes Film Festival? I say all of this seems to be... Much ado about nothing. Because they're still filming. Right. And the still that we saw today is Matt Bomer kissing... Bradley Cooper in right. their characters. Yes, Leonard Bernstein mm-hmm. is kissing. Let me see who Matt Bomer plays. He plays, um, doesn't his, say. His lover. He plays his lover. Sarah Sil- Silverman is in it, Carrie Mulligan, Jeremy Strong. And I'm just going to say what a lot of people are thinking is, I bet it felt good to finally kiss a man on camera. <laughs> For Bradley? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Now, this is a picture of Bradley Cooper being young Leonard because he doesn't have right. all the prosthetics that we saw on. last week. Right. But yeah, this is a Netflix movie. And Netflix and Cannes, they haven't taken a movie to the festival since 2017. There's a lot of these are good pictures. They kind of are, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So he's directing himself. Okay. Uh, let's see. Johnny Depp. Didn't um, he do that in The Stars Born? What? Didn't Bradley Cooper direct himself in The Stars Born? Yes, yeah. but not kissing anybody other than Lady Gaga. Right. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Depp, what do you make of his message uh, to fans that we were all moving forward together? We did the right thing together. He's try- He's thanking everyone. For his support. For his support, and he is... Um, but we didn't really do it together. We watched it, but I don't feel like anyone was really, you know... He just really appreciates his, his fan support. How did you he think, spend $62,000 at an Indian well, restaurant the, in the that's UK? That's the thing that they're saying. That's so much non. That's a lot it's of alcohol. non. Huh? I think it's alcohol. He must have bought for the whole place. I think he did buy for the whole place. Yes. Okay. He's moving on. You, We're all going to move on. Mm-hmm. And he's having so much fun doing music with his buddy Beck. Okay. Now, Hollywood speak this. This is from Dan Wooten in the Daily Mail. The glorious Jubilee has shown the gulf between the Sussexes and the Royals is larger than ever, leaving Harry and Meghan bigger pariahs than Prince Andrew among the relatives. Well, that's ridiculous. How could they be a bigger pariah than Prince Andrew? That's wishful thinking. Well, only because they um, they don't live there and Prince Andrew's around more. And we've known about Prince Andrew for years. The minute Queen Elizabeth is gone, Prince Andrew is going to be 
stuck. Oh, you know that, Lauren. Prince you know Charles that. is yes, going to give him the that. boot from everything. Yes, He's going to strip him of stuff. I yeah. think he gets like there's one dookie or duchy duche. Mm-hmm. I don't know d u c h y. I don't know how you say it. He's he, that's like a five hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year stipend that he gets, and that will be what Andrew has to live on. But he might get booted out of the. I'm sure he will. You think so? Oh yeah, I think they're gonna. But it, maybe the mom said, "If I give Camilla the Queen title, you're gonna you're gonna take you're care gonna of my kick, son. You're, you're not, not gonna, gonna kick, kick my son the, out because I'm very fond of Beatrice and Eugenie. Eugenie, they seem to be very tight with Harry and Meghan. They are. They yeah. seem to be very tight. And with the Tyndalls seem to be tight yeah. with them. Everyone was tight except for uh, William. Well, who they, cannot forgive the Oprah interview. Well, those two need to figure it out. I know what. Their mom would be horrified. Mm-hmm. But not surprised. True, probably. Because she saw what happened to True. her when she tried to fight the royal yeah. tide. Yeah. You can't do it. No, I'm sure. I, I hope for, everything I is just done. hope for those two. Well, this is why I wanted their kids to go to Lilibet's little one year birthday party. What is a better place to mend yeah. fences than over kids? Yep. And they didn't go. They took Charlotte and George to Wales on Saturday afternoon, William and Kate. They should have sent the kids to the they birthday party. To meet their cousins. Don't you think? There's so much hate there, though, Lori. I think there's so much stuff that is unresolved. <sighs> we don't like and we it. Know, and we know nothing. Well, we know what we've made up in our minds. I know, and the dad should have led the way. Yeah, I, apparently they did have a... I guess Harry really has never liked Camilla. He's always had a harder time with her, whereas William, because he is the royal scepter... That his dad has, yes. as far as wandering on, he's more forgiving right. about it because he sees, I mean, I don't know. But Harry has never been able to so forgive So did they Camilla. meet at all? Did Prince Charles? And- they sat on, uh, yeah, Charles and Harry no, and did. Meghan and Camilla. They, yeah. they did. You know that for sure? You're making it up? No, Br- Prince Charles is, you know, they, they it's, you know, that they've met. Oh, good. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, that's good. Yeah, I know. Great. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, when we come back, it is time for uh, Tuesday Trivia. Play along with us. Scream it. Scream the answers. And, or text me. <laughs> we'll be right back.